And we're live, folks. Good grumpy evening, and welcome to episode 53 of the Freshman Parking Lot. Okay, first of all, we haven't had an episode for like three months. Holy shit, you think? You're going to start off being grumpy. That's why I'm grumpy. I'm grumpy with both of you guys. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't even know if the speaker's working right now. We didn't check that. Test, test. There's a red light on it. I think it's good. All right. All right. Um, Episode 53, any guesses what our jersey is? We're hoping. I'm going to say, did did this person play for the greatest? 49ers? Right state. Right state. Not right, right state. Okay. You're okay. in the right state. Okay. I, okay. Football? No. Oh, no. oh we're going football. We're going football. It is a ball sport. Oh. It could be hockey. It could be golf. It could be golf. Are sports either ball sports or chase sports? That's maybe a discussion for another night. But just What's a chase sport? Track and field. You chase what would hockey be? A ball sport. Nah, Even though it's not a ball, but it's, it's, it's an implement sport. Yeah, okay. But so, so take ball as a general just you know statement it doesn't have to be round but a puck would be a ball so things are either ball sports or they're chase sports you like you agree with that i almost asked a really dumb question i'll just keep it up here <laughs> okay i gotta tell so, you what's important for your number brian it's a ball sport it's, okay not not a chase sport not a chase sport okay i only look at football i was i'm only thinking football. i absolutely i knew you were thinking football because it's 53. Yeah. So first of all, got an assist. I was I was driving here and I didn't want to look up because that would have been unsafe driving practices. Correct. So I called my mother and father, probably the most loyal listeners to the show, and they looked it up for me. One Don Drysdale. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a would have never one. gotten that in a million years. But good, good pull. Yes. Don Drysdale. We're going Bill Romanowski. That's not a bad one either. I I thought it would be too cliche to do an NFL linebacker. Okay. Fair enough. Actually, actually, that's what I thought, but I didn't give mom and dad any direction. I just said, I need a famous number 53, and that's what my mom came up with. I'm just impressed your mom. They're from the Don Drysdale era. I don't think she came. I think she She had Google compass. Okay. Fair enough. I don't think it came from. But out of the list of names, she pulled that one up. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I'll give her that. Good name. Good, good name. All right, well, you guys go ahead. What are we talking about? <laughs> Whatever we want today. Correct. The summer. Like, what is there? Well, some of us have to work tomorrow. <laughs> wow, you are Mr. Krabby Pants today. <laughs> but go <laughs> ahead. Let's talk. Well, I wanted to get your thoughts. You you spent this last weekend uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. And your son had to tell me that. I thought it was going on, I'm going, was that 10, 12 hours? And he's like, no, it was like six hours. Six and a half. So one, you you were driving pretty fast. Well, I mean, as fast as the law would allow us. Okay. I uh, didn't get pulled over, so that's good. No, it's, okay. it's really good because I found out tonight from one of my co-hosts that I'm missing a headlight. You are. <laughs> Hit too many bugs <laughs> through <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Big bugs down there. So Big it's Omaha. Bugs. Omaha being right in the... What Nebraska Iowa state line, right? Yep, right across from Council Bluffs, Iowa. And and you went and saw a couple games. We well, we had tickets to the first four games, so we got to see all eight teams play. Except after the third game, we were both really tired, and we had a pretty miserable Motel Six experience. They're not a show sponsor. They're not a show sponsor. Right. The and this show is not sponsored by Motel Six. Stop saying their name. 
maybe read the Yelp review <laughs> on the Omaha, Nebraska Motel 6. Um, yeah, no, so we were pretty tired, it's pretty hot. We were gonna drive two hours to Des Moines after the game and take in an Iowa Cubs game the next day and just like, we're tired. And Brogan's like, can we go home? So we sold our tickets to the scalpers outside and we got in the truck and we drove home and we made it home right at midnight. So we saw the first three games. Okay. Okay. Um, awesome experience. I've been there twice for the finals. I don't know if I'd ever want to go to the finals again. I would always try to go to the first two, two days. Really? What, what, why is that? Every okay. team is there. Okay. Every team has a fan base there and Every school in the SEC, whether their team is there or not, has a fan base there. Okay. Is it a little bit like opening day? Like every team is there. Every team has hope still. Oh, I would think so. Okay. And especially the way it went, I think for sure the first three, maybe all of the first four games, the lesser seeded team won. Okay. So now we're down to Oklahoma and Ole Miss starting yeah. the finals on Saturday. Nice. And you saw both those teams play? We did not see Ole Miss. We saw Oklahoma play. Oklahoma won the first game we were there. By the way, are you going to root for – would you guys root for Oklahoma? The women won the softball championship. Would you root for the Oklahoma boys, not having none of the other rooting interest, just to see a softball, baseball, back double championship? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. And there's, a, there's another championship going on down in Omaha right now. Oh, at Rocco's, a pizza place right across the street from the stadium. There is a jello shot competition. Ooh, okay. And, and what the details of this? What, what that so, looks like. How does this work? First of all, let's see. I took a picture. We went in there after the very first game. And um, so there, there had been one game of the College World Series played at this point in time. And they have this whiteboard above the bar with all eight teams listed and how many jello shots their fans had purchased. Okay. <laughs> I like it. So, um, so if, if that was in Wisconsin, it would just be the beer challenge. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's yes. like, like a lot of slow pitch tournaments have the, the beer drinking trophy. Sure. We did, uh, I used to play barley volleyball, right? Like a Wednesday night barley volleyball and throughout the entire season, you have the pitcher races yeah. throughout. Yeah. Right? Okay. Same thing. So at this point in time, after one game, which was Oklahoma and AM, I believe, played the first game, but they had all teams were on the board. The leader at that time was Texas AM and 114 jello shots. <laughs> Stanford down on the bottom with five. Well, they, <laughs> Not even two hands, five jello had, shots. They had to travel the furthest. And they're Stanford. Yeah, I then don't picture people that from Stanford drinking jello shots. As of hey, give me a Chardonnay, okay. As of tonight, uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss, and I don't have exact numbers, but they are far and away the leaders. Sure. They are like in the tens of thousands of jello shots. And the owners of Rocco's were so grateful of how this jello shot challenge, which they're getting $4.50 a piece. <laughs> Jello Shot Challenge has revived their business that they were in word they were in doubt on their business after the pandemic. That they've made like 73 some thousand extra dollars of revenue over and above off this Jello Shot Challenge. They're donating two dollars from each shot to each school's food pantry. Okay, I like that. Okay, 
here's the biggest question of the night though. A, I hope that you took one and B, what school did it go for? So I did not. What? Oh. You're not even my friend right now. It's fine. You haven't been my friend in like 30 weeks. <laughs> Um, love you too, buddy. I, I don't like jello shots. Nobody does. I was They're also gross. They're a waste of alcohol, but, but a responsible just... father. I did have a summer shandy while we ate our pizza at Rocco. So you've never had a beer in front of your son before? I had to drive, man. And I, I tried to order a high life, but they didn't have it. So I you know, high life? They didn't have high life. What was wrong with Omaha? And what? the grocery stores probably don't have any jello left. They don't. I guarantee they don't. First of all, I'm gonna back up. Your son has his driver's permit now. He can drive you around. Well, he did finish the trip the last 45 minutes once we crossed the Wisconsin state line. His first time on the interstate was like midnight. Okay. And he finished the trip. Okay, good for him. Um, can we talk about beer in Omaha? Mm -hmm. Please. First of all, the NCAA has zero problem selling beer at a championship event. <laughs> for $8 a piece. Okay. And I saw almost zero people with carrying just one beer. Of course. Matter of fact, there was a guy wearing a, a Coors Man is a good man and a Coors Man is a sexy man t-shirt <laughs> who had two, one in each cargo pocket and one in each hand. Sure. We sat by him both days. <laughs> it's hot in Omaha. <laughs> it was hot. Hydrated. So, Well, of course they need to make money, right? Yeah, because the NCAA is hurting for money. If you ask them, they are. Well, so no, but, but is that any different than going to a, a Brewers game today? Justin, you're to the Brewers game today. Beer costs oh, like eight to eleven dollars, depending on what you're getting. So it's in the same route. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah, it was nine dollars for a hard seltzer. How is that more than a beer? <laughs> Because the women will pay for it. Correct. And and hard seltzer is like the thing now for people, you know? I thought that was like 2019. Yeah, it's back, buddy. It's still here. It, like it, it went away. It's it, was, here. it was 1998. It was called Zima. I was going to say Zima. Wait for the Zima reference. Only give the Jolly Rancher. Man. Yeah, it was no, it was a good time. I think there's four SEC schools there. I'll tell you, the tailgate scene is out of this world. The next time I like a quarter of the people there have satellite TV hooked up at their tailgate. Wow. Like they bring a little hub. It almost reminded me of the machine. Um, remember the movie Twister? They yep. built that little machine to go in the back of the truck that <laughs> released the pop cans. Yeah. It reminded me of that, really, but on a smaller scale. And it was their satellite dish. Wow. And so if they do this for a baseball game, I need to go to an SEC football game. Uh, yes. The I answer is yes. So we're, we're planning a little summer road trip for our family and we're trying to make it through uh, Alabama and we're going to go right through Auburn. Nice. Um, and I told my wife that we need to stop and get a stadium tour at least of Auburn. Yeah. Nice. A little, little campus scenery there. So uh, the, the, the campus scenery wasn't bad either. So what school had the most tailgaters or the best tailgaters? Out of the eight schools that were there. The best tailgaters out of the eight, wait, out of the eight schools that were there, just because I'm going to say LSU and they're not even there. What? LSU has a presence. Really? And, not, and so did Mississippi State. Really? Yes. So their fans just showed up. Oh, yeah. To tailgate. Well, I didn't go to games, but yeah. 
Were they wearing LSU Absolutely. gear in the in the stadium? Absolutely. Interesting. Why? Because LSU owns Omaha. But here's my problem with that. You don't go to a Packers Bears game wearing a Minnesota Vikings jersey. I would. <laughs> no. Would have a four on it. <laughs> okay, maybe then. <laughs> How about this? Wearing a Lions jersey. Nobody wears a Lions jersey. Well, well actually, said, we if all it know. said B Sanders on the back, I might. We all know somebody who probably would, actually. Oh, for sure. We all know somebody who would. <laughs> That's for sure. So, no, the fact that you go for the party, but you don't even at least pick a team to root for and buy a hat for 20 bucks and put it on your head. Yeah. I mean, it's the SEC. I'm not sure if that happens. I don't, I think they would probably be like struck down. Gotta I pick somebody. Just wear a plain T-shirt and go watch baseball and have fun. It was there was just so many cool parts. That's all I'm gonna say, and we'll go back. Okay. And we're gonna go back, hopefully a lot of years in a row. But we're definitely going back when the young man is able to do Omaha right. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's just say that. I understand. Put his put a check mark on the shot list. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hopefully, Rocco's makes it through. By the way, they have great pizza too. Sponsored by Rocco's. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was cool. There was an old miss guy sitting next to us. We were waiting and we we're kind of worried about getting into the next game. And he's sitting there waiting for somebody to come. He goes, You guys want some of my pizza? This guy ain't gonna be here for another 10, 12 minutes that I was meeting me. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, but I felt really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're we're ordering pizza like <laughs> we're fine. Okay, life lessons, right? Two things, and both come into this room. One, never turn down an opportunity for free food. Good and call. two, when you road trip, never turn down an opportunity to go to the bathroom. Yes. Those are two life lessons that on. you need to put in there. Uh, you need to clarify the bathroom thing. Every time you stop, if you think you have to go to the bathroom, oh, or not, okay. you have to go. Yes. I thought you meant like every rest area, you have to stop. No, 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 okay. no. When you pull off the road, you go to the bathroom. Yes, I would agree with that. Although anybody under the age of 16 doesn't understand that. Oh, no, gosh, no. No. Sit waiting and four miles yeah. later. I got to go to yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right, what else you got? You're the master of, you have the list of all the things that you, you've given us for show topics in the last three right. months. Well, you're kind of right. pissing me off right now. That's fine. But um, what else I got? Peyton Manning was at one of the games we were at, and Peyton Manning's nephew, number one recruit in the class of 2023, Arch Manning, yeah. today committed to Texas Ooh. with another top quarterback recruit. So they are pulling two quarterbacks out of the same class. So he's a, this is a kid is a 2023? Kid, I think so. Because they had uh, that transfer from Ohio State, that Quinn Ewers, who's a five-star. They got two other four-stars. They got the number one recruit. And then you're – so, like, who are they, John Gruden just collecting quarterbacks? Why don't you just go someplace you know you're going to start? Why would those guys compete with each other? Because well, there's a thing called the transfer, the transfer portal now. Portal. So you can all True. go and then yeah. get your name in there and then go to wherever is best. Yeah, I got that. Too. not sure I understand Texas, though. They haven't been relevant for a long time. No, but there's still a big program. And, and there's money. NIL money, baby. Why Correct. not? I think that's 100% what it is that the Texas boosters are, if not the biggest, one of the biggest in the country. <clears throat> so there's going to be that NIL money for players to come. And then if they can fulfill the role, they're going to get more. And if not, they're going to jump in the transfer portal and they're going to get their one transfer out to go somewhere else. What are the chances this kid, this Arch Manning, 
is also a number one overall pick, just like Peyton and Eli. Statistically small. Well, yeah. So is that what you mean? I mean, what do you think there's a chance that that is a – There's a chance. But there's also a chance that he drops back three steps and gets destroyed and his leg gets ripped off. Oh. I think Justin were bringing up the Got name graphic. Todd Marinovich earlier. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a kid that – had all the accolades and then just self-destructed under the pressure. By all accounts, this family did things a little differently than Todd Marinovich's dad. Correct. They, they got they got they got a history behind them, maybe yeah, like, a little bit of pedigree. <laughs> you know, thank you. You can write a book on what not to do for your kids. There's a 30 for 30 <clears throat> out there about it. Yes, there is. Um to, to bring it back to the college world series one minute and keep Texas in uh favorite game was the first, second game on the first night, Notre Dame beats Texas, and I'm wearing my green shamrock shirt and getting fist bumps from random people. And everybody for the rest of the time we're there was just horns down, yeah. horns down, <laughs> horns down. <laughs> everybody loved to see Texas lose for some reason. Okay, so there were Texas fans there that night. Mm-hmm. All right, so. I'm going to jump to my would you rather, and we can wow. we can jump around as much yeah, as we need here. So having young children right now, it's the summer, it's pool season, it's frosty freeze season, the, the iconic uh, ice cream place in Fort Atkinson, right? And brought to my thought, would you rather <clears throat> eat a shake a day for the entirety of the summer or never eat any ice cream treat for the entire summer. So you have to eat one ice cream shake a day, every day for the entire summer, or you don't get to touch an ice cream treat the entirety of the summer. He says all or nothing here on Homeland Derby. That's all. So every day, does it have to be a shake? Every day is a shake. It's a Whatever shake. Whatever flavor shake you want. But Not an ice shake. cream cone. No, you don't get to mix it up. It is a shake every day. Hmm. Ryan, what are your thoughts on that? I'm not like, I'm not going to say that I'm not an ice cream fan because I like ice cream, but I could do without it. So I don't think I would want it every day. I'm going to say go without it. I, I don't, that's a, I'm gonna. That's a hard one, Red. You have not been real good with this lately. That's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Whoa. You gave me Mr. Grumpy Pants gives a compliment tonight. A like backhanded, it. nonetheless. Yes, yeah. so I don't take it. That's a good one. Um, but I'm gonna go with none because I've been um, a little more health conscious than normal lately. Okay. I, I could go either way. I really like ice cream. But it doesn't make me feel very good. Yeah. So if I have a shake a day, I know what my intestines are going to feel like when I'm done. I'm probably leaning towards none. I really like ice cream, but I eat ice cream maybe right now. Let's say two times a summer. And that's it. Yeah. They don't have it very often. I just don't. You need younger kids because every time we drive by Frosty Freeze, it's, hey, dad, can we stop? Sure. Sure. And not that I've had a lot. I've had it a few times this summer. I'm on, and, and I'm to the point already where like, yeah, I'm good. Yes. But, but when I get it, it tastes really good. And about 15 minutes later, it doesn't feel really good. And no. Yeah, I get it still. 
But that IPA you're drinking tastes good all yeah. along. That's good stuff right there. Absolutely. I don't know why Justin only brought one of those. One, I guess you have a. I don't know if you're putting a wig on earlier today when you're driving, but there's a really long hair stuck in Thank you much. <laughs> Thank you much. <laughs> we're only going to insinuate we're that long. <laughs> okay. Our, on. our 14 listeners can uh, just on. <laughs> Todd Carter, what do you think? <laughs> Email the show. Freshman uh, parking lot at gmail.com. Uh, by the way, a little housekeeping. We are available on our YouTube channel, Freshman Parking Lot. Um, we're available on all those podcast apps, but our executive producer, Nate Daniels, is out of the hemisphere at the moment. Oh, yes. He's in Italy. And so I don't know. He'll be back sometime, but I don't know when. This will go on YouTube probably long before you get the audio version. So you get to see our smiling or frowning faces. Nice. I was just thinking how terrible uh, my white t-shirt looks in the uh, the light today. I got look, it looks bleached. It does. <laughs> it looks terrible. You can't even see what it says on it, but that's all right. You can't see it in person either. Correct. But I've got my my sweet new hat that uh, that's my nice. friend Brian Bosch got for me. My little Bear Grease podcast. So okay. not that we're into promoting other podcasts tonight, but yeah, we are. Okay, yeah, we fair are. enough. Fair enough. Um, that's one of the coolest things. I've been riding a bike to summer school and the Meteor podcast is a little bit longer. Um, just today, I started it on Monday on the way to and from. Just today, I finished it. It gets you through almost a whole Perfect. week. Nice. So, I like that you're riding your bike to summer school. Yeah. You should ride it get to school every day, too. I didn't have a young man to get there and back. The, yeah. young, got, man, the young man has legs. That's true. He can he's walk. A, and he's got a bike. Correct. That's true. Right there. Can I have one? That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he's going over there. Yeah, fine. Huh? All right, so my one in her own. I told, I texted you guys, said I had a good one. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. And now I'm second guessing. I think it's a good one, but we might have done it before. Just give it to us. On a previous right. episode. So when you type, hold on, what are you doing with your would you rather? Oh, um absolutely none uh because i'm sick of <laughs> i'm sick of frosty freeze right now after having like four times this summer i enjoy it but i'm a similar like this is way more exciting right now than the chocolate shake so I'll, i don't need it i've got yeah. other ways to get that sweet tooth in but my kids would have it every day so i feel like i'll still go pay my homage once twice a week sure. and no, twice a week. I used I used to be able to just buy my kids something and then they just wouldn't eat it and I'd get the leftovers, which would be perfect. Now they're all big enough that they eat all yeah. of it and um, are looking for more. So it makes I don't I don't get that at all. That's so. how it goes. And now we're one in Rome left. So what do we got for when in Rome here, Brian? I'm back. <laughs> Give it to us. All right. So when did you guys learn to type? Oh boy. Early high school. I took a typing class. My like a keyboarding class? Keyboarding class freshman year of high school. I as well. So that would have, for me, that would have been 1993 keyboarding one, first semester freshman year of high school. Okay. 94. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up with that question and another question. This next question will probably lead you right to what this is, but when you learned to type. Was it two spaces or one space after a period? Two. Dose. What do you do still? Dose. Dose. 
Did Always you, too. Did you know that is no longer correct? No, and I don't like that. I'm not comfortable with that. Do you? So you're going to continue to use two? I will use two until the day I die. Okay. <laughs> you? Unless somebody tells me I'm going to lose my job because I'm doubling <laughs> it up. But yeah. What if I told you that you couldn't publish an academic paper? In an academic journal with two spaces. Really? I'd say the good news is I'm not planning on publishing anything anytime soon. That's wild to me. Okay, I gotta call some people that are publishing things and find out about this. Here's how I learned about this. We have a keyboarding class for young folks at summer school. And I always have the teacher send me a link so I can do a pre-test and a post-test at the beginning and end of summer and <laughs> compete with the little kids. I like it. By the way, what do you think my words per minute are? I would say you're you're probably in that 40 to 50 range somewhere. Fred, I'll take the under, 38. You both can get out of the Rooney's Nursery Freshman Parking Lot Studios right now because I'm 60. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one of the first things I ever taught as a student teacher was a keyboarding class, you jive turkey. I'm sorry. I, you, I thought you were always all thumbs. I didn't oh, no. I, no, I can <laughs> type. call me a jive turkey. <laughs> You didn't think I could type? I thought you could type. I'm a business teacher, dude. Okay. Oh, that's right. He's just a dumb gym teacher. He can't type. I never it's said physical, that. It's physical education. Thank you. Straight. I know what it is. <laughs> um, so anyways, I'm going through this, and it's this software that, that scores you. And I was only 98% accuracy because it is set up for one space. So I do that in the office and then I go back and I see the teacher. I go, so really one space? I go, didn't and she's, I think, close in age to me. Okay. Go, Doesn't that bother you? She goes, every day. And then we had the conversation about the whole academic journal. Like that is the standard now. Interesting. That's how they're teaching kids is one space. But they're also teaching paragraphs are going back to indenting instead of double spacing after a paragraph. Okay. Well, everything is double spaced, isn't it? I mean, you type your paper double spaced. Yeah, but it doesn't go into a journal. So then I, I wouldn't hit it twice. So how do you start a paragraph? He's saying he's saying there's a double space between this block of type and this block of type. So if it's double spaced, then there's four spaces. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm saying I, I wouldn't do that. I would just have a space and I would hit enter at the end of my line and, and, and indent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're in debt. Yeah. Okay. Why and I, I, and I'm a and I'm a double spacer and just start and I don't that no in a letter that's different in, in a in a business letter or form letter you're single spaced and you would double space in between I always indent on letter yeah you're wrong <laughs> but you're not a business matter. teacher it no, does it no. does matter I'm not a business teacher for sure it, it matters what do you got for us I don't think it matters well you're you're not a business teacher. Indeed. Interesting what we're teaching the business department for that in high school. Okay, okay here we go. Oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> so quickly. Um, okay, so did you know? I got a great book um, that I ordered from Amazon earlier this week. I started reading it like a lot. Um, you, wait, you bought a book? Oh, yeah. I bought books. I'm up to $370 saved this year while using the public library. Oh, yeah. They I, put that right on the receipt. It's the I know. best thing ever. I, I, use, I use the Dwight Foster Public Library. But they I, was, I was there today. They don't have everything I need. Can I give a quick shout but out? Yeah, for sure. Um, our, for our dear friend, Dr. Mike Hall, 
Um, he told me a story one time about how his parents would go to games and they would sit way high up in the bleachers and just read their books. And they were just a quiet band, not cause they would just read their book. Well, today was one of the rare times that I was just a dad and not in the dugout. And I brought um, Brad Gefford's. I'm such a rookie at this that I forgot to pack a chair. <laughs> and we are going to go past Gefford's house on the way to the game. And hey, can I stop and grab a chair? So I sat that thing in the shade. It's pretty nice comfy chair. Isn't it, it is a nice comfy chair. High back, yeah. Badger's chair. Sat that thing in the shade, and this field was down below. I was up above fence level in center field, watching the game all by myself, reading my books. It's the way to do it, isn't it? Dr. Michael Hall. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Anyway, it's nice out there. Sorry to interrupt. So I, I bought this book. It's about that one of my favorite baseball teams growing up. The 1993 Phillies. I thought it was the Savannah Bananas. Oh, I don't know much about the Savannah Bananas. I learned than, a little bit about them in Omaha. Other than I'd, <laughs> like to, I, I'd like to go to one of their games. Okay. I think it'd be pretty fun. Let's circle back after. For sure. So 1993 Phillies. That team, for our listeners, if you don't remember, is just full of a, a lot of fun characters. John Cruck, one of my personal favorite baseball players of all time. Lenny Dykstra, Darren Dalton. Dave Hollins, Jim Eisenreich. Oh, St. Cloud, Minnesota. Maybe. Mitch Wild Thing Williams. Yep. And they lost, six, a, they lost a World Series, didn't they? They did. <laughs> Broke my heart when I was 14 years old. Joe, Joe Carter in game Carter. six hits a walk-off bomb to win. Off of Mitch Williams. Off of Wild Thing. Is that with a fist pump on that one? Yeah, I see that. Um, they the, Six of those guys had a little corner of the, the locker room in, in, at the Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia to their own, to themselves. They had their, their lockers were over in this little corner. Do you know what the name of that section of the clubhouse was? There's a couple names that it went by. The players called it one thing, and the sports writers, being a little bit nicer, called it another. <laughs> and um, I just like – actually, I like, I like both of them. Are so either of them know? appropriate names? Like – Fan friendly, kid friendly names. One of one of them is a. They're both going to be fine unless we have some people that they're going to. They're okay. They're okay. What were you going to say? I don't. Even, you can't say it. No, I like. I have a lot of things running through my mind. Sure, I know that. I believe it was Darren Dalton's wife was a Hooters. She was waitress, correct, or model, and maybe legend has it maybe was passed around from. Or maybe taken, not passed around volunteering, but you know, like I, I know this. She was a playmate, and she was the first, the first Hooters girl hired in America. Wow! And at I did their, not know that at their spring spring training complex on um, the center field wall, there was a giant yes. poster yes. of her. <laughs> and and <laughs> I, guess, I guess what I was trying to say was. Maybe they were not um, a little promiscuous. Monotonous. Well, that may be true. I don't know about that. Monog monogamous. Monogamous. They're not monotonous. <laughs> it was probably not monotonous. Yeah, probably not that either. <laughs> but well, just a fun, just an interesting group of guys. So do we know the name of that section of the clubhouse? The six lockers in the corner. What were they referred to? I have, I have zero clue. Okay. My initial thought was Party Central. It's a good guess because these guys were all part of <laughs> the frat house. They're crazy. It's another good guess. The players referred to it as the ghetto, 
okay. which I like quite a bit because these guys are just there's a story about one day for some reason there are some nuns in the clubhouse and in That's walks John Cruck and without saying anything without skipping a beat he walks right past him lifts a, his leg like he's a dog and just farts these are the, these are the kind of guys we're talking about here they're, they're pretty rough right it's funny, like it's funny to think about John Krupp because he was totally like that. But when he became a commentator on ESPN, he was like a legitimately good dude. The, the guys on that baseball team tell you that John Krupp was the smartest guy on that team, hands down. I believe it. The Not way even he, close. The way he analyzed the game, mm-hmm. I believe that. They said he was the smartest guy on the team. He was just rough around the edges. They also say he was the most loyal, big-hearted guy you'll ever come across. Sure. So. Sports writers didn't want to call it the ghetto. They didn't want to refer to, you know, maybe World War II and, and ghettos in, in Europe and whatnot. Um, so they called it Macho Row, and that's the name of the book. And so if you're looking oh, for... Oh, that's a great name. Macho Row is an incredible name. If you're looking for a good read, Macho Row, 1993 Phillies, phenomenal. Who wrote it? Mm, Harry K, Harry something, and not Catless, not their legendary broadcaster. Sounds like a Buzz Bissinger book. It's not that. Okay. Great book, though. Or Jeff Perlman. But yeah, it does. Great stories about baseball players that, for me personally, I have a connection to. Yeah, that's And our, people our age. That's our time. Yeah. We, that's our time of coming of age, you know, in our early teens. Yeah, for sure. Speaking yeah. of names, we're discussing. So <clears throat> oh, I, I, like I, I procured football cards as you've been talking. But we did this before you came on. I procured right. some late 80s, early 90s football cards. Yes. Like, uh, by the way, did you know there's a card shop in town now? Uh, opens in July. Oh, it's not open. I went by it today. I I, emailed, I texted Tom the other day when I saw Dude's Card Shop right in the corner of my patties. Okay. So he texted Tom and goes, Mexican restaurant. He didn't gotcha. even say like, "Oh, cool." He goes, "Send pictures." <laughs> <laughs> Tommy K, you're still uh, number one in our hearts. Yes. Don't worry. Uh, real real sports cards. Right. Real breaks. Real <laughs> breaks. breaks. Um. But we're talking about great names. And I don't know if there's a better football player name than Chip Lowmiller. Than Cho- Chip Lowmiller. Chip Lowmiller is a I great name. I think he's a name. gopher. Because if you were a football kicker, I don't know if there's a better name than Chip Lowmiller. No. Who did he play for? Redskins. <laughs> oh, he said it. He said it. I grew up as a hardcore Redskins fan. I still, I think he's still the, I think he is the, all-time point score for that franchise still, Chip Lomer. He scored more sense. points than anyone else. He didn't score more than their owner. <laughs> wow. Oh, Someone's getting called to Congress, too. <laughs> to, to steal a line from the movie Rounders, lots of action. <laughs> Wowzers. Uh, on that note, what was I going to circle back to? Uh, we're getting old. I forgot. We're getting real old. I don't remember. We're getting real old. It's getting real late. <laughs> and you've got to work in the morning. I got to so, work in the morning. Hey, episode 53, the Don Drysdale episode. And Not the Bill Romanowski episode. Horns down. Brad's going to push stop. And we are out. <laughs> we might see in another three months. We'll make it before that. It's summertime now. Push stop. Yeah. Push stop. And no push stop. No, no, stop stop stop. Good lord. Bye. Bye. Okay, you you got it. it's been a long <laughs> time. Folks, 
folks um yeah peace out